Hello and welcome to New England Beer Reviews. My name's TJ Davis alongside my constant compatriot, Emily Schick. How the fuck are you today, motherfucker? Or, sorry, Miss Diehard. <laughs> Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> diehard, diehard, diehard. Yeah. Yippee Kaye, mother diehard. <laughs> diehard, diehard, die. You can't just yell diehard while you're doing a diehard. Diehard, diehard, diehard. <laughs> Uh, we, we are talking about the most, re- no, not the most recent, because the most recent was the second episode of the season of Rick and Morty. The second episode of the new season of Rick and Morty. Um, but yeah, we're, we're here to drink some beers. And today's episode is episode 64, Fizzy Rocks. It's Pipe Dream Brewing Company, Fizzy Rocks Popping Candy Sour. It is a sour ale with oranges, strawberries, raspberries, blackberries, cherries, guava, mangoes, pineapple, passion fruit, blueberries, plums, and rock candy. You ready? I sure am, good buddy. Three, two, one, go. Uh, crack, whatever. Definitely uh, sprayed myself in the face. Uh, it's got some rad ass color. Yeah, it's got this kind of like rosy, pinky something going on. Like, oh, I'm fancy. I'm drinking rose. And it smells like just as good as you want it to. (laughs) Oh boy, does it. Yep. Tastes real good, too. Like, I'm still really all in on the Pipe Dream candy series. Oh, me too, man. Me too. Mm. Oh, This one has a really low rating, and I'm like, everyone else can eat shit. Yeah, I have no idea why, because this shit, oh, man. I wish that some of the fruit flavors came through a little more distinctly, but... I do love the dance that they all do together. Yes, that's like all the flavors are blending really nicely for me. And like, yeah, it does effectively have the, you know, it tastes like a really good version of like Pop Rocks or whatever. Yeah. If Pop Rocks were like Fruit Punch. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> nice. But yeah. Um Hey guys, uh, it's a non-interview episode, so you know how the show goes at this point. We'll spend the first half of it talking about beers that we've had. Will we catch up to where we are? Probably not this episode, but we'll <laughs> get closer. Um, oh, my stupid fucking untapped app reset, so now I have to like scroll all oh. the way back. Well, here, good buddy, let me start then. Um, plus, you know, a few of these were, you know without tj so i had i think i swear to god i've had this before but um i'd never checked it in i don't think uh guava's my jam by foundation brewing company is one of their sour with the kettle sour series brewed it's brewed with milk sugar and fermented with 100 percent guava um in terms of the ones that are just like the my jam, not like the jam packed, mm-hmm. like this is actually one of my favorites. 
Nice. Um, and yeah, like it's it's a it like my the my jam series is kind of hit or miss for me, but like yeah, this one really does hit the mark in terms of like a basic sour. Awesome, dude. Oh hey, look at that! You had another one without me. You had Yuzu Mandarin Crush from Finback Brewery out of New York. Um, it's a dippo with yuzu and mandarin orange, dry hopped with citra and mosaic. How was that? That was pretty good. I kind of wanted the yuzu to come through a little bit better than it did, mm. but it was it was it like it was one of those where instead of like each flavor being very distinct, much like the one we're drinking right now, like all the flavors kind of like mesh together. So like it was pretty solid overall. Awesome. Gave that a 4.25. And the next one, I also gave a 4.25, but I think I honestly should have rated it higher. Um, it was a, It's a Grape Thing from the Fresco series by Tripping Animals. This one is a fruited sour with... It just says with grape. It's definitely like <laughs> artificial grape. I mean, it's fucking purple. It tastes like a grape popsicle. Mm. Like seriously, like legit, it tastes like you melted a grape popsicle. That's about the best way I can describe it. But like alcohol and not like gross, like in a four loco way, like a good way. I mean, I'd, I'd fucking drink that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. It was great. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, next up, and fucking, I don't know why, but my goddamn untapped is acting all weird. Uh, next up, we have Chunk Strawberry Guava Banana Fluff. I did not have this. Emily did. And it had strawberry guava banana and marshmallows. Um, yeah. From Drecker out of North Dakota. Yeah, you've had at least one of the chunks. I don't know if you've had a... I think you've had a couple of them at this well, I'm point. I'm fairly certain I've had a couple of chunks at this point. This was actually one of the better chunks that I've had, I think. I think that this held up better than, like... Was it, like, Midnight Munchie Madness or whatever the fuck one of those was that we got? Um, oh, there was, like, definitely a peach one we had. But, yeah, this oh, one was really solid. One in there. This This came out really nicely. Awesome. So I get a little bit nervous about banana because sometimes it takes over the other flavors, but it didn't do that here. Yeah, uh, like that, that's usually one of my fears when it comes to banana and stuff is that it's like, holy banana. Batman. Holy banana, Batman. Well, yeah. Hold my actually, banana, that, Batman. No, it would be uh, hold my banana, Robin. But, you know. Oh. Um. Oh, hey, while you take a sip, here's another one you had without me. You had a 450 North, you motherfucker. And not uh, just one. Yeah, Slushy XL Pink Lemon Shake-Up. It's a pink lemonade, lemon, pineapple, and a touch of banana to add some thickness. She thick, bro. Yeah. Um, no, that, honestly, that one was pretty solid. It's not like one of my favorites that I've had by them. But, like, it's solid as hell. Like, a, you know, again, 4.25. I'm not, like, it's not a slouch. But, like, considering they've gotten fives out of me, it's not the best thing I've ever had from them. Um, 
Next up, I also had another 450 Norse slushy double XL shark bite. Shark bite is condi- was conditioned on blueberry, vanilla cream, marshmallow, blue raspberry, and shark gummies. Again, solid, not just not quite everything I wish it were. So once again, 4.25. Yeah, that was sort of the same feeling that I had on that too. Like it was, it was all right, but it was nothing to write home about. Yeah, exactly. Oh, actually, like, I like I that mean, a little bit more than you did, but it's I mean, still, like, yeah, far from the best that we've had from them. Ugh, I suddenly my can't hear you. Doing funky things again. All right, hey. Next up, we also had another four fifty north. It was the slushy triple xl okay. pool party punch it's a orange or orange citrus punch blue carasso lemonade and uh, pineapple uh, it was fucking amazing oh the double xl pool party yeah are you are you getting an echo from me i am Sorry, I can't. I can't hear you. If I can't hear you on Zencaster, let me try this again. I know it was. Uh, Talk on Zencaster again. Can you hear me now? Yes. Cool. I have no idea what that was. Uh, I fucking my internet's having like a conniption right now. I don't know why. It's doing similar things during our record last night. Um, but yeah, pool punch party, fan fucking tastic. Pool party punch. Pool party punch. Yeah, uh, that one was yeah. fucking fantastic. Um, slightly but less, but not entirely less fantastic was slushy XL poolside popsicle. Condition on tangerine, passion fruit, kiwi, and papaya. That is a flavor combination that I personally love and gave that a 4.5. So, like, ever so slightly less good than the other one, Pool Party Punch. But, like, yeah, that one fucking rolled. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, It is flavors that... I don't know, maybe it's the older I've gotten, I've come to enjoy, like, passion fruit and papaya more, but, like, especially the two of those working together with a little kiwi and tangerine, I really enjoyed. Yeah. A lot of that has enough tartness to kind of balance out some of the sweeter stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, it's another punch one we had. We had the slushy double XL Juice Aid Tropic Punch that I never checked in, because I'm an ass. Um, it's conditioned on red tropic punch, cara cara orange, cherry lime, passion fruit, and pineapple. And ooh boy, this was also like it's say the same level as like the poolside punch, but damn, was it tasty! Oh hell yeah, that one was awesome. Like, I you know, it's like tropical kool-aid but like with real fruit and better and alcoholic (laughs) and alcoholic yeah don't forget that part (laughs) here give this to your kids we're not advocating interesting afternoon alcohol to your children 
legally we cannot advocate giving alcohol to children. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, next up, I think this. Oh, it does actually have. It does tell you what's in it. Sometimes those four fifty north is like. Don't. Yeah, they're just like nah, fuck you. Uh, so we had oil cup, oil cup. Uh, this is part of the collector cup series, but it does does actually fucking tell you what's in it. Uh, double tangerine, passion fruit, clementine, and prickly pear. And Once pineapple. again, oh and oh, oh and pineapple. Yeah, I missed yeah. that. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, again, solid as hell. Gave it a four point five. So did you. Like, yep. <laughs> fuck yeah, man. Like, oh, I swear to God, guys. Like, if you, I, again, if anybody interacted with us, like, anywhere online, other than, like, every once in a great while, like, give us fucking feedback. If you're, like, if you fucking talk about one more 450 North, I'm going to stop listening to your show. We'd probably stop talking about them. But like yeah. I don't know, so we just sort of win too, it though because I really enjoy me four fifty north. I um, mean, it would also be fun if there if we were big enough and people were like, "Oh, it's not New England," and they're talking about it, and then we could be we we could actually actually you know what? Fuck it, I would give Liam our login and let Liam take people like take people to the cleaners <laughs> in the comments. He's oh, way Liam's better at it busy. than I am. <laughs> he's never too busy to shit on people online come on all right next up we ended up having a foam brewers together or alone a 8.5 percent double ipa um blah 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 and yeah there's a whole lot of blah in these details that doesn't tell me a goddamn thing oh there we go citra nelson and galaxy or the hops and then a whole lot of other blah 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 yeah um honestly man i wasn't that impressed with this and i feel bad yeah. because like foam i really want to like a lot of their stuff but there are another ones like i think that when they hit they hit hard but like when they miss they're usually not bad but yeah like like i exactly it's one of those things that I gave it a 4.25, so it's not like it's a shitty beer. It's actually yeah. a pretty solid IPA. But like, I mean, I, I gave it a 4, and, like, again, that doesn't mean shitty beer, but... But, yeah. like, given given the hype around foam, like, I'm on... Like, I hate to sound like an asshole, but I'm honestly expecting more from them, and they just are... Like, none of the stuff that I've had totally delivers. Like, no, it maybe it's just like because people, I get... Reminds me of people freaking out on, like, Alchemist or... Uh, yeah Lawson's you know yeah it's like maybe it's just that like you know when a store gets in like you know say two or three different kinds of foam and I get there when there's only one or one left like it's entirely possible that like I'm just getting the one that like people like less but like Mm. that seems like based on the the yeah, but also it seems it's like based on how people talk about it, you'd think that like it wouldn't be like I mean, I think that of the stuff I've checked in from them, I'm averaging maybe around a four, which like given that people are like, This is the best shit ever like Yeah, for I, you to be I, averaging a four on it doesn't that's put not it anywhere great. near our best shit ever. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, which like, is at like some I point mean, we'll have to like <laughs> sit down and do like a New England brewery ranking, but, but at least actually that would be kind of cool. There, yeah. there we go. There's a there's an idea episode. for an episode. Um, homework, but though. yeah, fine, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, I I'm trying to think of another brewery that I feel like current brewery that's wildly overhyped in my opinion, or at least somewhat overhyped. I mean, I don't know, man. I still feel like Treehouse, like getting the top spot in mass. Like, I don't want to sound like an asshole here, but like, should have been they, Trillium. They solidly deserve to be in the top three. I will say that they actually they solidly deserve to be in the top two, realistically. But like again, I yeah. I agree with you. Trillium edges them out simply because Trillium is good across all styles, where Treehouse is seriously lacking in sours. Yes. That's the only thing. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that like Treehouse is bad or doesn't deserve to be up there, but like Trillium should edge them out. Trillium should have been number one. Treehouse number two. Honestly, man, if we're talking strictly mass, probably vitamin C number three. Well, yeah, I could actually see that. That maybe like or Widowmaker. I oh, I was gonna say vitamin C, Widowmaker, and Lost Shoe. That's probably my top five right now in mass. Yeah, that seems about right to me. Like, don't get me wrong. I I think that River Sticks has some serious fucking potential, but thus far they've been a little hit or miss for me. Well, we're going to get into River Sticks a bit later. Spoilers yeah, we for year number two. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suck it, nerds. <laughs> well, I mean, if you don't like spoilers, we might end up talking about the Great British Baking Show Woo! This episode, so spoilers. Because <laughs> I am so hyped. If you don't like it, I don't know what's wrong. Like, maybe, maybe your heart is so cold and black you can't like. Because like my heart is pretty fucking cold and black at this point, but like the Great British Baking Show makes me go, you know, people can be okay sometimes. Life is okay. Dessert yeah. exists. You know. Well, and I also love your description of it's essentially dessert for the soul. Yeah, that's more or less what it is. It's like people baking like cool desserts and like, you know, there's a little bit of gentle ribbing, but like in a friend in a clearly friendly way, everybody's like super nice, respectful, like supportive of each other. Like, man, why can't why can't real life look more like that? Why can't real life look more like that? All right. Hey, we're a fucking beer show, or at least still in beer mode of our beer show. Well, I mean, this kind of feeds into the next one nicely. Uh, We we end up going to uh, Definitive and Kittery, because I'd been to none of their locations. Mm -hmm. And we were already in Maine, so why the fuck not? Indeed Uh, we do. We had Late Night Passion Fruit Raspberry Layer Cake. It's the fourth iteration. They should have used iteration instead of varietal uh, of their 8.1% Imperial Pastry Sour series. Uh, And this one is, you know, reminiscent of sponge cakes with raspberry dribble, drizzle, and and the freshest passion fruit. And like, damn, it was really fucking good. Like, I'm not that surprised. It's definitive. (laughs) Accurate description, though. Like, honestly, the late night series... uh... They don't always can, but like, boy, howdy. Like, even if they can it, 
it, there is a slight difference getting their shit on tap. But, like, there's definitely stuff that they will not can. And, like, it's... I'm not sure that it's my favorite late night, but, like, it's fucking... It's pretty close. I think Triple Berry Pie might still edge it out for me. Yeah, Triple Berry Pie might still edge it out, but that one was pretty fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah, this was awesome. It's like, when you say cake and it sort of actually tastes like cake, yes. Oh, yeah. Has that, like like breadiness without being yeasty yeah exactly like oh just really really nice and easy drinking speaking of nice and easy drinking uh we had another euphoric nights this euphoric nights is the iteration with raspberry pineapple hazelnut and vanilla um Oh man, I really do kind of love it's exploding with flavors reminiscent of fruited cocktails reinforced with a slight nuttiness from the hazelnut. A gentle dose of vanilla helps pull this one together. I, like, uh, I, I, I do I like the exploding, but like I do like also the end of a gentle dose of vanilla helps pull this one together. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, I'm, I like I'm sorry. <laughs> are, you criti- are you criticizing my line read? Um, uh, only slightly. Only slightly. <laughs> eat shit, buddy. I think I did it better than you. Um, yeah, honestly, like I I dug the shit out of this one. Um, for kind of a different reason though. The late so the late night in this got the same four point five rating for me. This one more because I feel like it's uncommon to take like a sour especially a sour that has like a bunch of you know fruit stuff in it and put like a more intense nut flavor in there like hazelnut Mm -hmm. like and it worked super well and it didn't taste like weird and extracty like i've found a lot of things that have almond in them to taste like (laughs) like this worked super well the hazelnut was like subtle enough that like it just sort of meshed well with the other flavors yeah exactly like this was really nicely done i thought it was a really nice balance and something a little bit different they're still innovating yeah no i'm like how long have they been around at this point are they like six that sounds about right okay and still like not just falling into grooves but like continuing to innovate and do interesting things is fucking rad my book Hell yeah. Oh, hey. And it's the Radiant Days that we drank there. Because uh, mm-hmm. we, we did talk about Radiant Days Fruit Punch a couple episodes ago. Indeed um, we did. This is their Radiant Days Strawberry, Kiwi, and Passion Fruit Smash. Can you guess what three fruits are in there? And it had some vanilla. Um, that was good as hell it was really fucking good too <laughs> like i'm not gonna lie i like that better than the fruit punch one uh i would have to agree with you um I- i'm guessing we i'm not saying either both... one's bad yeah i'm guessing we gave them both like the same or very similar ratings but... i'm guessing that uh fruit punch was probably a 4.25 i just don't fucking remember yeah uh i just love how much we've been seeing passion fruit showing up in like this summer cycle like, yeah. it definitely seems to be kind of, like, the hot fruit to flavor stuff with. And I don't have a problem with that, man. Oh, yeah, I'm here for it. Absolutely. Like, passion fruit's always been a flavor that I like. I really like 
I really like fruits that have enough that have a nice balance of like sweetness and tartness and like passion fruit does that really well like if you've actually eaten like passion fruit it's it's got enough tartness that you're not just like ugh sweet yeah although ugh sweet can be good in certain contexts but you know yeah if i'm in the right mood often but i am not often in a ugh sweet mood yeah, I, I like that nice balance of tartness. I mean, a lot of berries are good at that. I mean, it's also why I like, you know, Meyer lemons and key limes versus the, versus the traditional versions because they have, like, a better balance of that acidity and the sweetness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. I bake some radish, Meyer lemon cookies, FYI. That was just, like, me finding a recipe because I bought a Meyer lemon on a on a whim and was like, I need to figure out something to do with this. So going back to beer, beer, it's a beer podcast. Remember beer, um, beer talk. What? What? Beer? beer Where am I? What? Who? Who are you? Fuck. Where am I again? Excuse me. Who are you? What year is this? <sighs> uh, we had zoom. By definitive, we've actually had. I know I've had this before. I can't remember if you've also had this twice. Yeah, if I had had it before, I hadn't checked it in before. Okay. Um. I I know that this is one I had like forever ago, and I know we haven't talked about it. So Zoom is actually one of their rare imperial sour ales. This one is brewed in celebration of their second anniversary. Originally, uh, it is raspberry, tangerine, lemon, and vanilla. Um, it is a fucking nine percent and absolutely does not taste like it at all. Yeah, motherfucker is a nine percent sour ale, which is like pretty unheard of, and it did not drink like it was boozy. Like I would say, I don't know that I would mistake it for a five percent sour, but I would definitely no. mistake it for like a seven percent sour. Yeah. Yeah, and like, I'd feel the same. I know that I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but like that's a if you look at the the raw numbers, that's a pretty significant percentage change in the alcohol. So you know, uh, yeah, no, because that would be like what, like a fucking twenty seven percent difference, something like that. That's not insignificant. That is statistically no, that is significant. significant. Yeah. <laughs> For you like, fellow scientists out there, statistically um, significant. Hey, while we were also at Definitive, we, we drank more beer. We had a Portals. This Portals was strawberry, pineapple, and vanilla. Emily and I both gave it a 4.5 because it the fucking Definitive. Like, uh, this might, but legitimately, Portals is usually my least favorite of their sour series. This might be the best Portals I've ever had. Yes, this this Portal was was fucking fantastic. Yeah, this like had the same rating from me as the previous beers, which is like usually pretty unheard of when it comes to Portals. Like the Portals series to me usually drinks a bit more like a basic berliner where you have a shitload of tart and a little bit of, like a hint of fruit like this hat was much more fruit forward and like the mm-hmm. flavors balanced really nicely um 
slightly more lackluster was the uh so i'd never actually gotten around to trying 35 which is definitive's uh session ipa um finally pulled the trigger and tried at least the 35 with mango and tangerine um this is a 3.5 percent ipa which like if that's if like that's important to you this is actually pretty fucking drinkable for like a really low ABV session. Yeah, uh, if you're looking dry for like a, if you're looking for like a low ABV beer, I think this is a great choice. Is like just a summer sipper. Exactly, like El Dorado and Mosaic with like the tangerine and the mango. Like, definitely has a hell of a lot more flavor than most sessions, but. The unta- as we talked about before, the untapped rating system is based on how we feel about it compared to like everything else we've ever had, which is why it ended up at a 3.75. But considering its average on untapped is a 3.49, I think that that says some really positive things about how this came out overall. Uh, style specific for a session IPA, I would definitely bump that up. Like this was solid for a session. It just it doesn't hold a candle against like an amazing dipper or something. Yeah. Whereas our next one, I think that I probably rated it too high just because like style specific, it was a five. Yes, absolutely. Style specific. This was a five, but the next one we had was Oktoberfest. It's apparently the first time that, um, definitive has done like a Meritzen, which I was super impressed by and surprised because like this might be one of the best like Meritzen's I've had granted I've never been huh hard same yeah I mean I've never been to Germany so I haven't like I think I've had like authentic German Meritzen's you've had in this country here but like yeah this was if like it's a style of beer that you like seek it out it absolutely easily one of the best examples of the style that i can remember having (laughs) and like yeah i'm not i'm not entirely sure i i feel i mean i feel like it's got the the flavor targets right in terms of the style i just don't know if like how flavorful it is would work but like it's not like they added any extra shit to it like they just are really, really good at bringing out flavors in even simple ingredients like barley. And it's just, holy hell. Like, yeah, this is, I mean, we gave this a fucking four, and it's a Mertzen. Trust me. 4.5. Wow. I mean, seriously, that was, like, it is, cannot say enough things, nice things about this if you are a fan of Oktoberfest slash Meritzen, I would definitely fucking seek this out. Uh, Yeah, 100%. Just fucking buy it. Buy it now. Do it. Uh, do it now. I mean... Get to the of... chopper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was a governor. <laughs> um, <laughs> and not the only governor in that movie. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> lol that's just so silly anyway the last one we had at definitive was 
I have checked this in twice, but I don't know that TJ ever had. So we had. Yeah, I don't think I had had it before. Oh, it's so good. Uh, so this was stuffed. It is a pastry stout from Definitive. It's a 7.2% double milk stout that is truly stuffed with many pounds of chocolate sandwich cookies. Stuffed tastes and smells like double chocolate mousse, vanilla buttercream frosting, and the crunchy layer inside an ice cream cake. Accurate description, bomb as fuck. Super just like super super fucking drinkable for like uh, like because it's a seven point two. It's not going to get you absolutely obliterated like most pastry stouts will. Like if you're a pastry stout fan, also seek this out. Yeah, uh, it doesn't have like the heaviness that a lot of other pastry stouts I've had have had, and it doesn't have any of that weird chemically flavor that you can get from like some of the artificial ingredients they do to try to like give you the pastry flavor. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh well, that's definitely wasn't a fucking show bear. So, next up, <laughs> after we left there, we had. Do you remember your last good hair day from Hoofhearted after out of Ohio, Marengo? Uh, it is a dessert Berliner Weiss style ale, dry hopped with citra and brewed with lemon, marshmallow, vanilla, and milk sugar. Um, I think I wanted more lemon from it. Yeah. Which is always surprising because you feel like lemon's going to be a flavor that could easily overpower stuff. But like, you'd be surprised how often people undercut citrus because of that thought process. Yeah. At like, if citrus is like your forward note, I want like pow right in the kisser. Maybe not that much. Pow, right in the kisser. <laughs> yeah. Pow, right in the kisser. Anyway. Agreed. Um, next up, we had another foam, which I tried very desperately <sighs> to be impressed by. Um, this is actually, like, funnily enough, like, when I get around to buying a foam, it's funny that this is, like, out of, like, five or six foams that I've had, this is the second sour IPA, and it's equally as eh um this one was smirk of the dolphin uh this is an 8.5 percent sour ipa brewed in collaboration with uh the high breaks it's uh brewed with a touch of sea salt conditioned with passion fruit and double dry hopped with citra and galaxy like honestly based on that description i should fucking love this that's why and and i gave it a four like, which, and considering that, like, out of over 1,700 reviews, its average is a 3.85, that feels a little kind of generous. I mean, I wonder if my big complaint here is that, like, sea salt outside of a goes can be really fucking overpowering. Like, I have a feeling that that's a bit of it. But like I think you, it's you'd want something sweeter in there to go along with it instead of the passion fruit because the passion yeah, fruit is going to give you too much tang. The, the, well, I was going to say no, sweet and uh, the sea, salt and tart works really well. Think margarita, think goes, yeah. but yeah. like I think what it is is it's salt and hops. Oh, I yeah. don't know that that's a particularly good combination. It's really hitting some real weird different parts of your tongue. Again, 
I'll applaud them for like giving this combination a shot, but like it's it's and it's not terrible, but like it didn't work as well for me as I I would have liked. No, I I absolutely agree with you on that. Like, I and wanted, I don't think the passion fruit came well came through well at all. Yeah, I, I wanted I wanted more from it, or you know, less salt and more everything else, or less salt and less hop and more passion fruit. Yeah, that works. Um, <laughs> next up, we had propagation of thoughts from Tripping Animals Brewing Company out of Doro, Florida. Essentially, the only thing that Florida's doing right these days is brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, brewed in collaboration with the Eight State Brewing Company huh, out of South Carolina. Um, this is a sour-fruited ale coming in at 6% that is conditioned with yube, mango, passion fruit, coconut, and vanilla. I wanted more from this. Hard oh same. shit, we should have fucking poured it out though, because like the Ube apparently gives it Ube. or Ube gives it fantastic fucking color, but I'm sure it does. It, yeah, we really should pour this one out. Cause uh It just the... like the flavors weren't there though. Yeah, I oh, so I can't quite remember exactly what the difference is between Ube and Taro. I know that I know that they are distinctly somewhat different. They're not entirely dissimilar, but they're both purple and they're both root things. But yeah, uh, isn't uh, taro like a little more potatoy, or maybe uh, is a little more potatoy? I think it's taro that might be, but like they definitely have a slightly different flavor, if I recall correctly. I'm not sure that I've ever had anything that's just ube. Like I think I've had it in other blend flavors, but like it's subtle enough that it blends into the background. Like I've had way more shit. Like uh spoiler alert folks taro bubble tea is fucking amazing oh way more do yourself a favor it's like what what if what what if dessert also tastes like buttered popcorn root vegetables yeah um i mean i would totally try an ube roll sometime thanks steven universe Hell yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like bring on all of the tropical shit, although I'm not going to lie. Uh, is it dirt? What's the one that smells like death until you cook it or some shit? Durian. Is that durian? Okay. Yeah, durian kind of freaks me out a little bit, but other than that. Uh, TJ? Oh. I'm waving my glass at him to show him that's empty. Yeah, ha! mine's almost empty as well. Let's try and get through like a few more beers, I guess, and then, or we can cut it here, man. It's up to you. Uh, I'm this, fine that's... either way. The next uh, one is one that we did as an episode beer. Let's get through the next three then, and then we'll cut it. Okay. okay. Actually, four. One, two, three, four. Yeah, oh, we should. Yeah. That's a that seems like a more natural cutoff. That that works for me. All right. Uh, I don't remember whose turn it is. But oh, go. you know what? Let's just get through the end of your list. Wow, we're getting up to date on this episode. Wild. Uh, are we? Yeah. Cause, what? Because we only have like three more after that. 
So I don't know. Do do we do we do commercial break? Come back a little more beer talk, and then do some uh, pop culture talk. Actually, yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. It's better. It's a better idea for us to have a little bit of a backlog. I haven't checked in the other stuff I've had tonight, but you know. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. It felt like we were never going to get there. But folks, we are almost caught up to today. Whoever thought that would happen? Not, Not I, said the cat. All right. Um, so if we're doing a commercial break to uh, go get beer number two, i.e. smoke. Um, and get beer number two. But you And know, get beer number two. two. Um, first off, as always, our Auntie Anne. Fuck you, Zoom. You might suck less now, but I'm guessing you probably still don't. So fuck you, Zoom. All right. Uh, positive ads. So we just drank fizzy rocks, which makes me think of spicy rocks. Spicy rocks. I don't know if this do is really you, a positive ad. <laughs> do you like radiation? Uh, Trump says that spicy rocks make you... Um, Stronger and more able to own the libs. So, um, makes your penis go... huge. So, put it yeah. next to your cock. <sighs> so, uh, you know, your easiest source of really tiny spicy rocks is bleed. Yeah, let's say, why don't you cut that one? there because that's that is potentially actionable advice even by saying allegedly so let's not do that one well you're gonna the, oh man make up a bleep for this like you did for the other show uh please 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 i don't know if i'll need to but like if i feel like i need to then i will all right oh that um, would be super funny um uh hey uh you know go check out well there's your problem because uh Justin is allegedly going to build himself an atom <laughs> They're on YouTube and they still don't get get kicked off for fucking quote unquote actionable threats. Is is he like going to um pretend to be the nuclear boy scout? Dude, that that dude was cool. Yeah, that dude like I understand being fascinated with radiation cuz like in a way I am too. Like it's it's the same it's for similar reasons that i'm fascinated by microbiology there is something to be said for like things that can you know are so powerful that you can't even see but like oh boy the nuclear boy scout did some uh real interesting shit like that's a dude who i feel like if he'd had like super supportive mental health help like might have been a brilliant scientist but instead he like died young because like nobody quite understood how to what how to deal with them yeah no, which is uh, like sad as fuck super disappointing super sad welcome to how a lot of really smart kids get end up in our fucking society i mean just look at me i'm a completely broken human although Same. i am lucky that i've never been homeless so i've got that going for me I mean, I'm not as broken as you, but I'm, I'm kind of broken in my own way, too. Yeah, you're yeah. totally broken in your own ways. That's why we're best friends, man, because we are broken in complementary ways. But yeah, like, you yeah. can attest to the fact that, like, there are so many times where you, I feel like you get punished for being smart, so you just learn to, like, 
Play dumb. Play dumb. You know, kind of coast uh, along, not trying super hard because <laughs> yeah. then, like, you don't draw any attention, positive or negative, because that's preferable. Also, like, what's the point of, like, trying hard if all of your accomplishments just are, like, oh, good for you? Yeah. Yeah, that too. All right. Um, hey, negative ad. The ourselves. American educational system. And we even grew up in an area of the country where it doesn't suck, but fuck it. It's awful. Yeah, this is sadly probably I don't know. Well, arguably because our schools our schools educate to raise drones. Like yeah. it, it's not about free thought, it's not about interest in idea. It's you know teaching so that you can pass a standardized test so that your school district can get a certain amount of money funding. Yeah, yeah, no, that's. I mean, honestly, like I, I, I was one of the last, probably that I, I might have been like the last, you know, class to go through the program at that was presently at my high school before uh, MCAS became standard. And like oh, they no, actually um, had to change some of the classes because of MCAS. My year was one of the. I think that my year was the last, um, like that it didn't count for at all. MCAS where they were experimenting with it, but it didn't matter for me. Yeah, same. And then here. like Amelia's class would have been the first one that it mattered for them. Okay. So. Ouch. Yeah. So you were probably first year of testing. I was second year of testing, and then it mattered for Amelia. Yeah. And it's like I like I fucking hate standardized testing as it is. Anyway, it's it, it's a yeah, joke and not is. a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, fuck you, the American educational system. And while we're at it, fuck you, America. Fuck your goddamn politicians and fuck your goddamn lobbyists. Oh man, I need to write a kid's book. Fuck you, America. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's Idea. gonna do super good. Here, I mean, uh, it's like... all right. Uh, <laughs> do we have any more? ads number one seller in yemen <laughs> yeah. um, uh no i don't think we have have any more ads cats cats are cool i guess yeah cats are cool as always our final pro ad cats cats are cool we will see you Hug back here today. after we grab our next beer Woo! oh my god i have to be so bad Boy, there was some great those were some great commercials, huh? Yeah, yeah. Good times. Um what we decided during our commercial break that we're not going to do the other beers that we have. We're gonna save those for next time. So we have more beer talk for next time. Um, but we do have one more beer to talk about today. It's our beer number two. Beer number two today comes to us from River Sticks Brewing out of somewhere in fucking Massachusetts. Fitchburg, I think. Fitchburg. Uh, this is Aphrodite number five. It's a sour from their Aphrodite series. This variant was modeled after a porn star martini with passion fruit, pineapple, lime, and vanilla. I feel like there's a common thread going on in this summer, and I think I mentioned it earlier. You sure pa- did. Passion fruit. All right, you, you ready? I sure am. Three, two, one, crack. 
I did not spray myself in the face. Fantastic. Woo. Speaking of fantastic, the smell. Like the passion oh, fruit yeah. comes through so strongly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That smells fan-fucking-tastic. Taking a second to pour out because it's got a little bit of head, but it dissipates quickly. <laughs> that That's what she said? <laughs> Aww. Oh, yeah, this tastes fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, it is exactly what you want it to be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, it has enough tartness, but it's not, like... I hate to say it, but I feel like I've kind of moved away from, like, mouth-puckering sour for the most part. Like, if for it's got part. wild yeast in it, it's one thing, but... Mm. But, like, this still has a good amount of pucker to it, and I love it. Oh, absolutely. It. Yeah. No, this is a good balance, I guess is my point. Yeah, it's not like the age, like, our early days of, well, as much as I loved it back then, I wonder what I would think of, like, that first release of Summer Vice now. Yeah. Because, like, that was, oh, it was, like, I love you in the face sour. Yeah, it was it was like spine tinglingly sour. And like when we had it, I loved it. But it, I'd be curious to see what I thought of it now. Not Same. a summer vice that they would make now, but like that summer vice transported to now. Like I feel like the passion fruit and the vanilla come across the most strongly in this, but like I can I can pick out the lime and the pineapple if I look for them. Oh, really? I get a decent amount of pineapple, and I mean, the pi the lime is probably the back end, but like, the lime is sort of what really brings it all together for me. Mm -hmm. I could see that. Like, this is, this is everything I want it to be. River Sticks, like, please keep making good stuff. Yes. Like you, you are definitely one of the one of the up and comers of our state. In our ranking, easily you would be sixth. Yeah, I could see that. If not fifth. Like, I don't know. I really love vitamin C. Um No, I think vitamin C does a better job overall. Yeah. That that's sort of my feeling. They don't age well. No, but they as do not. As long as you like drink them super fresh, they're fucking fantastic. Mm -hmm. But yeah, River Six, like keep doing what you're doing, guys, because it's really good. Absolutely. Um. All right, I've got. Well, I've probably got like more than fucking two at this point, but. I, no one's developed my app yet, so <laughs> I've got two movies that begin with the letter M that were both bad. Which one do you want a TJ super short, spoiler-free, newish movie review of first? 
Uh, let's go Moonfall first. All right, Moonfall. So Moonfall, if you don't know, is uh, like the newest Roland Emmerich like planetary disaster movie. Like you, you know what you're getting with a Roland Emmerich movie. Yeah, you're getting something big and dumb to just like shut your brain off and shovel popcorn into your mouth for like two hours. And I kind of love those movies. It, like yeah. he is, he has had some stinkers over the last handful of years, but like, is it dumb? Yes. Is it big and fun and entertaining? Also, yes. <laughs> like, I'm not going to tell you to go out and like, oh, you got to watch Moonfall right now. Although if you want to, it is on HBO Max right now. So if you want to check it out and you have that subscription, check it out. It, it, if you want something to just like shut your brain off for two fucking hours. I liked it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, it's like, uh, spoilers, we just recorded an episode of See It or Screw It in which TJ and I were expressing, like, I kind, we kind of love shit that just, like, it's fun to watch and, like, turns your brain off, doesn't require any thought process. Like, you just want to have a fucking good time and not remember that, mm -hmm. like, the outside world exists for a while. Like, Dan has a really hard time with that concept. Yeah, I mean, he... He has a difficulty suspending his disbelief because he will find any reason to not. I'm not even sure it's so much of a he has a tr he has trouble suspending his disbelief. I think he has trouble like allowing something to be like bad but fun. Like he can't get over things that are like not um like don't follow like the correct story structure and stuff like that yeah like i mean it's like I man i don't even it's like not everything I... needs to have a fucking story yeah i mean thankfully i got him to finally like uh and appreciate evil dead 2 but yeah i, I shouldn't have had work to work that hard to get him to like that movie anyway <laughs> but yeah man yeah. like moonfall i would say check it out like, again, it depends on your mood, but if you want something big, dumb, and fun, it was pretty big, dumb, and fun. I mean, we, we've already established I like big, dumb, and fun. Come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, you dated me for three years. But I'm... I don't know. Are you I fun? I could be fun. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm giving I him a shit eating friend, grin. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you um, too, buddy. Fuck you too. Yeah, uh, as we were saying at the beginning of the episode, we, we've also, we're up to date, like you're up to date on Rick and Morty, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, I kind of loved the most recent episode, and I hope that they continue to explore, uh, Beth having a masturbatory relationship with herself while cucking Jerry. I really love that. And like, I like, also love that everybody else in the house is like, I hate my life. But like, there's something about that dynamic that works and I want them to keep with it. 
instead of just like space Beth drops off. It's like, that's always been one of those questions that only comes up in sci-fi. It's like, if you bone yourself, is it masturbation or is it still considered partnered sex? Like, I guess if you're two different entities with different experiences. Well, like if you, is it masturbation or is it incest? Yeah, but it's not, I mean, if if you're boning yourself, it's not like you can get yourself pregnant. So yeah, it is. I mean, I guess it would technically still be incest, but. Well, what if it's uh, Loki and Sylvie boning? So they are both the same. They're variants, but they also could potentially get pregnant. I was going to say, do they share the same DNA? Because, uh, I mean, outside of their sex chromosomes, like, how does that work? Yeah, I, I have no idea, honestly. Uh, it's the multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the multiverse. We got incest with, like, your female twin. Come on, who doesn't want to <laughs> fuck themselves? Everybody likes to masturbate. This is like masturbating, but, you know, with another one. Yeah, you're not alone. You're just with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like uh, the multiversal me, like woman me versus like me me, we'd both just be like, eh, I'm fine. Want to get a drink? <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting for one of us to say that. <laughs> one silver and the other's gold. <laughs> <laughs> come on absolutely like the multiversal me would probably have similarities to bender just less steely Mm, but stealing's fun yeah it can be fuck corporations man (laughs) allegedly allegedly i don't know if some big corporation wants to hand me a huge bunch of money uh i might shell myself but you know i mean it's got to be like pretty decent amount of money yeah, it has to be enough to make it worth it. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to sell you a part of my soul, you better pay me accordingly. Hell yeah. I'm worth money, bitch. <laughs> I'll do that job for more food. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah. No, it, like, it, it does bring up, like, that you know, sci-fi quandary of, well, it also makes me think of some ways of like, um, Steel Beach, uh, the Mm. novel your mom loaned me years ago to read. That's about like from the eighties and it's about gender identity and a moon colony where you can, you know, like getting your hair cut, have your gender swapped depending on how you're feeling. Awesome. Oh, I think can I just great. say, <laughs> yeah, like, but it it's definitely a property that I am still surprised. Like, I'm actually kind of extra surprised. Like now, no one has like tried to adapt it to film, film, TV, something, limited series. I feel like it would work better with limited series, but it's also interesting how you might try to cast that. I mean, you could be that guy. I'm sure that like studios would be like, 
Who's this guy? Yeah. Crash. <laughs> yeah. Who's this guy? Crash. And then to land on Nick Cage's desk, and he'll be my lead, playing both the man and the woman. Oh my god, trying to like make Nick Cage a convincing like oh. female version of himself. You know, be... it's too bad that Nick Cage is as old as he is, because I suddenly just got this weird idea of like Nick Cage as the guy and like Gwendolyn Christie as the woman. I I don't think that their features are similar enough, but I still no, like the idea I'm of just... Gwendolyn Christie as the woman. I wonder. Oh, I wonder if she. Oh, oh. I what wonder, if she just like? Couldn't what, you she know, just what, do both? Drag. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know what her breast size is or how uncomfortable a binder would be for her, but like, she does. Yeah, I bet have, she could deal with a binder. Like, like the rest of her physique. Uh, like her her face is very feminine, but I don't know. You could probably like try and contour that, or like do uh, like some bearding or something like that. Yeah, there's there and there and yeah. there are plenty of dudes that don't have like overly masculine facial features too. Like she's so. got like good shoulders, good height. She's got the range for the character. I think the real problem with trying to adapt it is its ending. Because its ending is bleak and somewhat unsatisfying. <laughs> mm, bleak and unsatisfying. Yeah. That's All right. Like, so yeah, that's, that's perfect for now. All right. I, I gotta say, that's what reread Steel that's Beach. What, that's what real life actually is. So you know, it's like, oh, let's make the ending a little bit less shitty. Because you know, let's make it feel a little bit like less bad, like normal. Oh, what's the movie that ends with everyone just like suddenly breaking into song when it's not a musical? It's some comedy. I want to say it's a Monty Python, but I don't think that's right. I mean, This is the End has a sweet ass musical number near the end. That it does. Um, oh, no, I was going to say Blazing Saddles does too. And no, just there. Their their film breaks into a musical set. <laughs> hey, uh, got a little bit of a burp. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I get it. Um. So very exciting. The Great British Baking Show or Great British Bake Off, depending on where you are. Even though I'm sure there are no UK listeners. Uh, has returned. Ooh, shout out to the UK. Fuck your queen. Fuck your monarchy. Sorry. Like, do you realize how much? Do, Fuck do you the realize Tories how more much than the monarchy? Do you realize how much of like you know any country's debt could be paid off with just the main jewel of the crown? Like that. That shit is a four hundred yeah. million dollar jewel. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which means that, like, the crown itself is probably valued around, like, I don't know, two, 2.5 bill. Now nah, that's a little high, I think. Um, 1.8. I don't know. 
No, Sorry, I wasn't I converting even, to pounds. I don't think, I don't know that you're <laughs> correct in a billion. Um, still, I just, yeah, it, it's, it's absurd. Like, it's, there are so many institutions that I could argue that have way too much fucking money and, like, could be better spent. It's like... Catholic Church. Yeah, that's, that was, that, what, man, you read my fucking mind. Um, well, yeah, that's a super obvious one. <laughs> Like, just taxing yeah. churches in general. Like, the American Southern Evangelicals, like, fuck those guys. I feel like we've said fuck Joel Osteen before. Here's another I mean, look at that, for you. Look at that, docu- you, that documentary, Osteen. The Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, that, that historical actually, document. The, <laughs> the Righteous Gemstones probably makes them look better than they actually are, to be honest. Well, because they're mostly bumbling yeah, like, they're mostly many of them aren't... and somewhat affable. Yeah. yeah. They're not, like, actively malicious most of the time. Exactly. It's like, uh... Everything sucks. Um, Everything is awful. But yeah, Br- Great British Baking Show is back. Um, it's exciting. You know, the person I expected to go didn't go. Because the person... there was somebody who was slightly worse than her. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, like I, I mean, in like she's probably gone next week. I'm not gonna lie; it's either. Oh yeah, be, you know like, she's I'm, going early. I'm not gonna say your nickname for the other one, but like, definitely the like 18 year old is not going to last long. <laughs> she means really well. She just doesn't have like the yeah. experience. I mean, and I am going to say the, the the nickname that I have for the other one, Beef Lips. If you're a woman who uh, wears makeup, you know what I'm talking about. And um, I'm not going to say it because I think of a very different thing when somebody says Beef Lips. Oh, yeah. No, Beef Lips is like very distinctly. All right. So for men so in the audience. So am I thinking about like I'm gross a... Beef Lips then? <laughs> Probably. Uh, so Beef Lips are for i'm guessing mostly men in the audience i don't even know if have women listen to us hi if there are women who listen to us fucking hit me Please up on engage. like twitter or some shit um <laughs> smash that like and subscribe <laughs> no i mean just like seriously fucking like i don't even give a shit if you don't want to put it on actual twitter like dm me and just be like hi i exist and i'm a woman um so beef lips for those of you who are on it uh, unacquainted is generally speaking uh nude lipstick but you know it doesn't have to be like a perfect nude it can be like a little bit darker or whatever um with a a, a lip liner that's way too dark and like you can get you can pull that off if you blend super well but this was not blended well so like you know how when you buy like roast beef how like the edge of it is darker <laughs> that's why it's called beef lips because it's like a nude color and you have that dark edge that looks just fucking weird beef lips there's yeah. also a subreddit for it if you really want to check out like women fucking up their lipstick um oh, that's hilarious is it at least less sad than um the botch surgeries <laughs> oh botch surgeries is is the saddest one out there for sure why brows is also very funny oh why brows sounds amusing yeah, eyebrows is real good. Like the way, like beef lips is like, eh, you've pretty much seen it. You know what you're looking at. Eyebrows, boy, there are a lot of ways that people can fuck up their eyebrows that you didn't even know existed before you see that fucking thing. 
So you're trying to tell me it's not just picture after picture after picture of Amanda Palmer? No. No, it's not. There's okay. a lot of different <laughs> ways you can fuck up eyebrows. Uh, that's just one of them. Um, but yeah, so Great British Baking Show. Um, I will say that I got... by So during the... Well, I figured out who was going to stay, who was going to get Star Baker and who was going to go in the uh, showstopper judging round, but I feel like it wasn't that much of a challenge. Sometimes you can kind of be like, oh man, it could be, it really could either be one of these two people, but like by I that mean, point, you have I a felt pretty like good it was idea. pretty close between the 18 year old and the guy that we couldn't figure out why deal he was. looked odd. Yeah. Um, like not bad just like there was something like uncanny in my mind mm -hmm. and i couldn't quite place what it was it's like he's cg or something it's weird yeah but they didn't like make his upper arms long enough but everything else is like exactly yeah yeah um yeah no i um but, like, I think we have, you know, per usual, we have a good crop. There's nobody in this year that's, like, that seems particularly weird, overly anxious. We don't have another Rahul, which, like, don't get me wrong, is fun. But, like, watching Rahul over and over would probably, like, just drive me insane. Um, I still need to make you watch that season, TJ. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I it's a good season that overall. Season. Yeah, uh, oh, Israel yeah. was you telling would... you about some season with a really nerdy woman who had an unnerving smile. He didn't use unnerving, but like the way he described it was, was... this the goth lady with the creepy house. <sighs> the goth lady with the creepy house was pretty unnerving, even for me. Was was she nerdy? Because I feel like if she was um, goth, he would have said goth. I wonder if I think he's he's probably talking about Kim Joy. But maybe not. I like what season. <laughs> uh, Kim Joy was mm, three seasons ago. Four seasons ago it was fairly recent. Oh, okay. So she should be on the stuff that's still on Netflix. So yes, yeah, she's Kim Joy. Definitely is. I don't remember if Goth Lady is. I don't remember what year she was. No, Kim well, Joy he said that. He said it was with Noel Fielding, but without Matt Lucas, I think. Okay. I so that would be that. like four seasons yeah, ago? Yeah, that could that could be like Kim. Yeah, could, that could be around the time of Kim Joy. I just can't remember. Kim Joy, I think, was the same season as Rahul. Um, <laughs> then I might have to actually watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's honestly, it's a it's a good ass season. Um most of them are good ass seasons. Also, in case you guys are fans, like some of it has dropped off of Netflix and I don't know where you find it now. Um, some of it never was Pro on Netflix. Probably BritBox. That seems possible, but um yeah, the only ones that are or just always going VPN. to be available. Or just get a VPN and log into, you know, Netflix in England. Oh, yeah. Actually I allegedly should do that um allegedly i don't it's know not illegal that's why they exist <laughs> yeah uh st st stuff um 
so yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty pumped for this season. I I definitely think we've got some like damn good bakers like um uh man, it's gonna take me a few weeks to learn names. I'm suck at names. Oh yeah, I remember no, John it, News? That... Uh yeah, I remember the... him. There's one that starts with an S. Uh, another dude. Uh, Works out like twice a day. <laughs> oh yeah, that dude. That uh, yeah, um, like and is a nanny in between. And is a like, nanny in between. I love but that like, he's like a super yeah. gym nerd who's just like a nanny, and it's like, dude, you you kind of rule like like the one, one Chad to rule them all, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like critical support to that guy. Um. And uh, there's the Malaysian woman. There's the yes. two old ladies. Like I like yes. both the old ladies this season. Like, oh hell one yeah! One seems better than the other, but the one I with still like, like rad ass pink and purple hair. Yeah, is, like, that's the one. One is hell. Yeah, the one who works for Boris Johnson is like a good baker, but it's like, man, are you you seem way too cool with working for a Tory administration. <sighs> I mean, get a job where you Fuck can. Fuck the Tories. Vote Labor. Uh, I mean, kinda... vote li- anybody but the Tories. Well, don't vote UKIP either, but like, I don't know. I guess vote Labor. Vote fucking something. Find something that doesn't suck. Just don't vote for the Tories. Yes. While you're at it, don't vote for Republicans either. Well, didn't they just vote in another Tory? No, Isn't that's that not how that works. Boris Johnson resigned, so they had to. Re- they, the Tories were the ones who had to replace him because uh, it was. Gotcha. Didn't realize that that's party. how it worked. Do not reelect re- Liz Truss. Oh my God. Yeah. Hashtag pork markets. All right. Um, you know what time it is? T- time to end. Is that is that what you're going with this? No, I was going to say it's Morbin time. Oh god, it's Morbin time. Oh, that's actually way worse. Yeah. <laughs> so the other bad movie that started with a letter M I watched was Morbius because it popped up on Netflix. And of course, Morbid Curiosity TJ or T Morbid Curiosity J. That just sounds really fucking weird. That um, stupid. <laughs> Face stupid. Um I had to watch it. Like, I had to watch it. No, you didn't. I really did. I really did. Um, And honestly, man, it was, it was worse than I expected. It's. Whoa. Yeah. It like. The story's awful. The CGI is fucking like playstation 2 cutscene levels uh playstation 3 oh, cutscene levels oh, but still pretty oh, fucking still bad. bad um and like it has no fun it, it it's got no charisma like, like at least it's if just it, if i will take a bad movie that's fun i i can watch that all day if it's not fun why is why are we here? It is not a movie that I can recommend it to anyone except for those like me who are morbidly curious. Dan, so, shout out to you because I'm sure you're going to watch it. 
so you can shit on it. Yeah, oh, but like, fuck, that's what I have to do. The problem is, is that Dan shitting on like a bad movie sounds very much like Dan shitting on a movie that we like. So, like, I'm not even gonna say good movie because not all the movies yeah. we like that Dan doesn't like are good. Oh no, I but enjoy like, a lot of bad cinema, but like, I actively same. enjoy bad cinema instead of just like a, a like abomination, a, a, atrocious cinema. Same, agreed. Like. Like, maybe yeah, it was a if, better movie before Studio Interference, because I know there like, was a fuck ton of that, but... But if there's still... if it, I mean, if it's just joyless, then why why are we even here? Like, yeah. Um, I'm sure Dan will will watch it, but I, I don't think he'd shit on it any harder than he'd shit on anything else that, you know, we've covered on See It or Screw It, our other podcast. Um... Yeah, check us out. We're running a special event throughout the month of October, experimenting with being a weekly show. It's called Shocktober. Because it sounds stupid, and we like that about it. Yep. Um, did that guy say rings are cool? No. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said they're lame. Oh, cool. Um... But yeah. Yeah. What else we got, like, man? I feel like we got something know, else man. in there. I'm Dude. still thinking about like, like So bad. Okay, okay, okay. Like, so anybody who's listened no 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 no. Shh I'll let you know when you can talk. And anybody who's listened to our other show knows that we say see it or screw it to every movie, and that TJ very, 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 very rarely, much rare, much more rarely than the rest of us says, "Screw it." Please, yeah, for the love of God, do not make me watch this movie. Is this a screw it for you? Yes. Ooh, it's a screw it for TJ. Do not know, maybe, ever maybe. fucking put this in the queue, or I will coo you. Well, maybe text Dan to let him know, hey, TJ said that Morbius is a screw it. So you can get There's Dan no to watch way, Dan. it. So Dan can love it purely for the fact that I would say screw it. <laughs> and then it forces no. you to watch it. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I know that our pettiness seems like it knows no bounds, but Runs I guarantee <laughs> you, I guarantee you that like this is a level that even our pettiness will not stick to. Dan will not love this movie purely because you don't like it. Like there is nothing. As far as I've heard, there is nothing that will make this movie lovable. Absolutely. And like I was nothing. like I was even looking for things in it, man. I and know like, you were. There's nothing in it. This is a man who said see it to rubber. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like I was I was especially disappointed because I wanted a better performance out of Matt Smith, but at the same time, he's not really a good actor and he's much he, he's even worse of a villain. Um Yeah. I mean, he's an okay actor, but he's a definitely an actor that needs really good direction. Needs really good direction. And yeah. he also needs to, like, I don't know. I don't want to say stay in his wheelhouse, but 
I've seen him in a villainous role. Like, I haven't watched everything that he's done, but, like, you know, I saw him as a villain in this and, um... House of the Dragon? Oh, yeah, I guess he's kind of villainous in that. Yeah, I was kind of villainous. I was thinking, um... Terminator Genesis, I think. Oh, I never saw that one. I don't think I hate myself enough. Oh, I clearly hate myself enough. I know, we all know. <laughs> Everyone knows, man. Like, that's kind of your thing. You're like, like, this is the most disgusting shit I can find. I'm going to eat it. This is yeah. the stupidest movie that everyone hates. Wow, I'm that sounds horrible. Like... I've got to check it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, there's no, good I... horrible and there's bad horrible. And, like, you oh, still go we've, for we've bad We've established, horrible. I think, on this show at least, or maybe on both shows, I am, like, I am a sensory masochist. I... I don't really see it as like punishing myself. Cough, cough, melon, Mountain Dew, cough, cough. Uh, cough, cough, flaming hot Mountain Dew, cough, cough. Ew, God. Oh, God. I forgot about that one. I blocked yeah. that out of my mind. I didn't know. No, no I, I think that that's nope. probably like the stupidest fucking Mountain Dew I've ever had. They had a gingerbread one. I hope they come out with it again so I can buy it for you and make you drink it. And oh, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, I, man. We also I made tried. you drink. We, we made you drink. What was the really, really bad? Oh, was it the eggnog Bud Light seltzer? Oh, yeah. That was fucking disgusting. <laughs> no, it wasn't the eggnog. It was the cherry cordial. The cherry cordial. It was, was the cherry cordial. That was uh, even worse. Yeah. It just smelled like it just tasted like. Like cherry flavored plastic, yeah, uh, but exactly. Also, like hollow. I, yeah. I don't know how a flavor is hollow, but it's just that. That's what I remember thinking it about. Tastes it. like it's giving you cancer as it's as you're drinking it. Like it tastes that artificial. Mm-hmm. And there was no chocolate in there. No. Yeah, it was fucking gross. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I would still take that over a Willie's Super Brew. That's a close call, though. Can I have the both Willy, of them the ice Willy's, cold? The Willie's. If I can have it ice cold, if I, I can have the, it ice cold, cherry and I just goes, chug it goes first. Yes, then, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think ice cold is fixing the fucking Willie's Super Brew. I think it tastes like vomit, no matter what. Yeah, no matter what. So yes, so, I, I would take the Bud Light wow. Seltzer Cherry Cordial. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> it is real fun when you find like your absolute rock bottom of your scale though. You're like mm. everything else feels a little bit better in comparison now that I know this exists. Cough cough end of Dexter. Cough cough. Like I sometimes recommend to people to watch the end of Dexter if they never bothered simply because you will not see the a worse finale and everything else will look slightly better in comparison because at least it's not the ending of Dexter. Well, yeah. Didn't we establish that that was our scale in terms of series finales? It was oh, yeah. Dexter Mi- to Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I still I still stand by that hardcore. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think Mr. Robot struck the landing so fucking well. But like... Uh, I gotta... Like, I gotta... We, we, we gotta fucking watch uh, Better Call Saul. Once season six comes on to Netflix. Yeah, but like that's the problem with Better Call Saul is like 
I I can't even remember what fucking season I ended on, but like we ended with season two, but I'd still go back and start. No, I've 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 gone. You got I've got further than that. I want to say that I'm through like season four. Um, Okay. It's. It's so it's so slow. Like, don't Mm. get me wrong. I, I can get behind a good slow burn. But when you're taking multiple seasons to build up to like a fucking point you're 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 pushing me like i get it i like the characters but like i feel like i'm watching a law show not a spinoff of breaking bad and like i get it but it's just i don't know like i think i finally was getting to the point where it was starting to get to get good at like the end of season four it's worse it feels like like, star trek yeah yeah but like somehow worse because like there's less like fun shit along the way. Uh. Like think DS9. It's like yeah, DS9's first like 3 seasons are kind of a slog, but like at least there's like there's fun ass episodes in there. You oh no, there's some good ass episodes in there. Like it's just like the overall story arc isn't quite there yet, but you know. It's like mm. I don't know. I, I definitely will. I do want to go finish it. But like there's so many things on my list. I also just don't know how much I care. That That's sort of what it comes down to for me. I remember watching the first two seasons and it was like, oh, season three is coming back. I don't think I care. I think I do care mostly because I think I'm guessing that Giancarlo Esposito, Giancarlo Esposito is going to be in it more now. No, I'm guessing he shows up in towards the end of season four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that'd be rad. I, I like him. I really hope that he gets cast as fucking Professor X in a future MCU movie. That would be so awesome because like he's his voice acting as Lex Luthor is just so good. I mean, I I really want it because I really want like an X universe kind of movie that explores that, you know, Charles Xavier might have altruistic intentions, but he's not a good person. Yeah. Like, at least hasn't always been a good person. He might, Oh, I mean, it, it might even, be conceivable that he is, but even as the current headmaster or whatever of, the school for the gifted like he, he's sell, still sending out kids on life or death missions because he's raising an army of his own mutants and on more occasions than one has used his telepathy to bend others to his will like, i'm sorry if there's you a had that power there. would you really be able to like resist using it ever mm. Oh, no, definitely not, which is why it's, like, a good thing that superhumans don't actually exist in our reality, because can you imagine how much more fucked our planet would be? Oh, my God. Uh, like, again, if it was, I think the boys if it was like, X-Universe, but I've the seen. boys. Yeah, but X-Universe. Yeah, that's horrifying. So it is a random mu- mutation happening in nature. So you have no control over it, and it just happens to anybody. Yeah. 
but it would turn out like the boys. So everybody would be like the brotherhood for the most part from um, the X-Men comics. Magneto's followers. Mm -hmm. Which odd that, you know, a, you know, a person who was in a concentration camp would call his group of He's reclaiming it, goddammit. Oh. He's taking it back. Taking it back. But yeah. I don't know. It seems like a reasonable explanation to me, I guess. It does. And it would also be interesting to see how you introduce Magneto's character now. Like, do you make him a survivor of the Sokovian genocide that got snapped? And when he came back from the snapping the uh, gamma wave activated whatever his his X gene. But it doesn't give him quite the same pathos that he has being like a Holocaust survivor, you know? Yeah. But like the Holocaust is too long ago to it's make him ago. a Holocaust survivor, uh, a survivor of the Armenian genocide. That was kind of too long ago, too, wasn't it? Yeah, because that was like the fifties, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, um... I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a more modern genocide. <laughs> oh, um... didn't Kosovo have a genocide in the nineties? Yeah, it, didn't Syria have one even more recently? I think that you want to have it be like thirty to forty years ago, because you want. You want somebody who's like a, a sort of an age match for whoever your Xavier is. Right. right? That's why they went Fassbender and McAvoy for the first class movies. Because mm-hmm. relative age. And of course, the classic pairing of uh, P. Stews and Ian Mix. <laughs> oh. Uh, that that is a threesome I would not turn down. <laughs> no shit, right? It's like it's like it it's like we all might know, break a hip, but <laughs> you guys just like read stuff to me while I masturbate. Oh yeah, I mean that shit, man. That would work too. <laughs> that's it. That's all you really need. It's oh my god, the voices. Ah. Um. All right. Well, hey. Since we're talking about elderly actors that we would totally have sexual relations with, given the opportunity, but that'll never happen. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, I figure it's probably time to, uh, well, Emily, what what time is it now? Bam. Oh. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's closing it's... time. No. Turn off all the lights. No. That's the extent of the lyrics that I know of that song. I I know who I want to take me home. Ah, uh, uh, well, you know you don't want to get us demonetized if we get any money. <laughs> Look, no one, no, no one, no one important listens to this. We're not going to get demonetized. Uh, love, love us, please. 
Yeah. I don't know. Oh, we've been New England Beer Reviews. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can give us money at patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R. That is the initials of our show. We also have another podcast called See It or Screw It. Check it out wherever you checked out this podcast, because I'm sure we're there, too. I've been TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick. M, final word. Die hard, die hard, die hard, die hard, die hard. <laughs> All right. I, I, I like that final word. Die hard, die hard, die hard, die hard, die hard. <laughs> Bye. Bye.